February 5th, 2015. What is a day like at Big Cat Rescue? Some things happen every day. Some things happen a few times a week, some things happen once a month, and some things happen once a year. The problem with all of this structured order is that every day there is some chaos introduced. So it's always a balancing act to take care of both the critically important and the things that have to get done every day. To set the stage, there are 100 exotic cats on 67 acres and about 80 to 100 volunteers and staff to care for them. Some cats have more than one cage, or catatat as we call them, so there are 110 cages and most are the size of a person's home, up to half an acre, two and a half acres in their size. Our cats eat every day. Most zoos fast several days a week, but our cats are old. No one likes to go hungry, so seven days a week the cats are fed by a cadre of volunteers. The food is taken from the freezers to the cooler a day or two in advance to thaw. And then each day, special diets have to be made up for a huge number of our cats because of medical issues they have, and all of the cats are fed. We feed whole prey rats and rabbits two days a week, and the rest of the week is the combination of ground beef diet that has their vitamins and minerals pre-mixed in and chicken and beef chunks. This is the happiest time of the day for the cats. A couple hours before feeding, they all start pacing around and calling out to the keepers when they hear the wagons hauling the buckets full of food coming down the path. Keepers shut the most dangerous cats out of the feeding lockouts before feeding time so they can safely drop the food on the platters. Then the cats are let in. Another thing that gets done every single day is the catatats all get cleaned. That's like cleaning 110 homes a day where the inhabitants poop all over the place and try to hide it. Each catatat has one to three bowls for water and a platter for food. Every single day, the water is dumped out, the bowls are scrubbed and refilled, and the platters are washed down. If the cats drag their food into the cage, the keepers have to spot it and pull it out using long L-shaped scraper rakes to get the stuff to the sides and tongs to pull it through the side of the cage. A lot of things are going on while the cats are being fed and cleaned as well. All keepers are looking for changes in the cat's condition, behavior, food left behind, and what the cat's poop looks like. They are looking for cage and ground maintenance issues as well. As soon as they finish feeding and cleaning, they log into the computers and log their observations. Those observations immediately generate emails to the vet group for animal health issues and to the maintenance people for the cage and grounds work. The operations manager, the CEO, and the president are copied on all of these observations in real time so we know what is happening. Any of our volunteers or staff can subscribe to these alerts if they want to be informed, and they all have access to our bigcat.me intranet site where these issues are reported. The operations manager then has to check off the observation once she has taken a look at the issue so that everyone knows that someone in charge has double-checked the situation. All of the health-related issues become a permanent part of each cat's records. Public tours. We are closed to the public on Thursdays, but every other day of the week we have guided tours. All tours are guided with a backup to keep everyone together. They are done in groups of 22 or less so everyone can hear as the guide shares the stories of the cats and what people can do to protect them in the wild and from captivity. Weekdays. We have a tour every weekday at 3 p.m. except for Thursdays. 
We also often have busloads of children from schools, scouts, summer camps, etc., and busloads of cruise ship guests. We offer private tours throughout the day, as we have volunteers available to give them, so there are often small groups of people learning about the cats and their issues. Weekends. We have the large guided tours three times a day, as we have many more volunteers available on the weekends than on weekdays. Specialty tours. We also have feeding tours, where guests watch the keepers feed and learn about what the cats eat in the wild and at Big Cat Rescue. We have keeper tours, where guests learn how to make enrichment for the cats and then go with the keepers to see it handed out. Sometimes we have really special special tours, like this week a keeper from Spain, where we are helping a sanctuary build a facility for rescued circus cats, is coming for a week, so she will be shadowing our people in every aspect of what we do training. All of our animal care is done by volunteers. We can do that because of the intense training our volunteers get. Every day, volunteers are taking classes from other volunteers and are getting their certifications. A certification is a sign-off they get from a coordinator, the person in charge that day, saying they are proficient at the task. There are always at least three sign-offs needed for every certification to be complete. So the way the training works is, one, the volunteer takes the class by watching a video or being read to by another volunteer. Two, they take and pass a test. Three, they go out and watch someone do it right three times. Four, they go out and do it while being watched by a coordinator three times to be sure they got it right. Five, they are certified as competent for the task. Six, later in their career, they can apply to be a teacher or a coordinator to help train and lead others. There are 30 or more of these classes they have to progress through in a particular order for them to be able to proceed up the ranks of red to yellow to green to navy blue. We use shirt colors to show a person's level of expertise and time spent with us. Red is the first six months and requires four hours a week. Yellow is next and a year and a half and requires six hours a week. Green is after two years and requires eight hours a week. Keepers have to be green to feed or clean lions, tigers, or leopards. Navy is after four years and requires 16 hours a week of volunteerism. Our interns work six days a week, daylight to dark, so they fast track through these levels. They live on site and come from all around the world because this kind of training isn't available anywhere else. The gift shop is open every day but Thursday, so there is always a lot going on in there. Our online and gift shop sales generate a lot of money for the cats, so partners, our non-keeper volunteers, are always busy fulfilling orders and shipping them, answering phone calls that range from where are you located to I have a lion I want to get rid of. Got two of those calls last week. Partners are trained to be nice to guests, to be able to answer questions or find someone who can, to keep the gift shop looking spiffy, to manage the huge groups of people, sometimes a few hundred at a time, who are piling into our store before their tour. Our store is about 1,000 square feet, so it's crowded in there. We play our videos via the Roku channel on a TV in the store and one in the backyard waiting area, so guests can get a preview of what we do while they are waiting. We are very strict about how people are to behave around the cats, so we have a video they watch on our rules right before the tours. Our tours have three different ways of being done. Very small tours, 
will be a guide just talking with the guests as they walk around the property spotting cats. Large tours usually have the guide wearing a transmitter and the guests each wearing a receiver with a headset so they can hear. What they hear will either be the guide talking or we have an iPhone Android app called Big Cat Rescue where guides can play the stories of the cats. I prefer this method as it ensures the guests get an accurate message. Memorizing 100 cat stories has proven difficult for the best of tour guides. At the end of the tour, people are asked to contact their lawmakers to ask for laws that ban the private possession of big cats to end the cub handling that causes all of the surplus big cats to be bred, used, and discarded. They are greeted by one of our legislative interns who helps them place the call or write the letter on the spot. So this was from February 5th of 2015. And I'm recording this on October the 23rd, 2021. So some things have changed, but an awful lot of it is still the same.